0: Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. I'm Fred, and I'll be your host. Today, I'll be commenting over episode one of Fooly Cooly. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So, Fooly Cooly is, in my mind, a very complicated anime. I I feel nostalgic about it, even though I never watched it when it came out. In fact, I only watched it recently, but, I don't know. It makes me think. Visually, I think it's a very beautiful anime. You know, it's uh, it's got nice watercolor artwork in the backgrounds. I'm always a fan of that, the traditional cell animation. <clears throat> I really like the characters, too. And, you know, it, it's strange because I see a little bit of myself in each of them. But you know, it's a it's a coming of age sort of thing. Man, you now of all the characters, I think I can really relate to Naoto. Wanting to grow up and all that Growing up is tough Having responsibility is tough Never been molested by an older girl though, so I guess that's where the similarities end I guess something else about Fooly Clue that appeals to me is just the sense of melancholy. Everything's ordinary, nothing exciting happens. You know, in many ways life is like that. And it's not so bad all the time. I think it's better to have a boring life than a life fraught with problems. Really dig the soundtrack. The pillows did a good job. Man, the look of betrayal on his face when she buys a drink that's, uh. that is palpable disdain. And here we get the first, uh, the first glimpses of what I believe is a minor plot point later about Naoto's older brother leaving for America. This is another thing I really like about Foolie Cooley. I really dig that Rickenbacker bass guitar. Truly, there are a few bass guitars better than the uh, Rickenbacker 4001. I believe that's the model that's based off of. I think this whole uh, sequence about uh, Naota being called taru I'm pretty sure that's a joke that doesn't really translate into English very well It's kind of like calling him John Doe, I guess I don't know That's for wiser men than me Now this scene right here I'm pretty sure, like, the whole thing about this scene is that, uh, Studio Gynex is messing around some new technology that allowed them to do these, uh, quasi-three-dimensional spinning scenes. Yeah, just like that, they've already destroyed the fourth wall. You know, there's something nice about that, the sense of humor they keep on this show. I dig it. Man, that's really gotta hurt. Those Rickenbacker bases were built solid. Like, that would kill a man. That's a profound line. A stupid adult who doesn't know how to grow up. I remember thinking thoughts like that sometimes. Now as an adult, I realize being a kid is truly better. Now here we have some complex symbolism, I think. You know, obviously it's uh, symbolic of popping a boner. You know, puberty, coming of age kind of stuff. Not super subtle. All kinds of innuendo here. Uh, this brings me back to the uh, good old bad days of middle school and high school. Those are classmates, man. I think there's a nice dynamic between Naoto and Haruko early on. You know, sort of a uh, twist on that Manic Pixie Dream Girl archetype. You know, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall at all the meetings where Fooly Coolie was conceived and written. I'm curious about the decided decisions behind the Rickenbacker bass. I dig it, but I just wonder why that, not something like a Fender Stratocaster. A Stratocaster or a Les Paul, something like that. Another iconic guitar. I mean, Rickenbackers are right up there, but, you know. Uh, what friends? That... That's something that cuts deep, you know, if you don't have friends. I think that's another theme of Fooly Cooly: Isolation. Loneliness. There's the sound of the uh, airliner in the background again. I guess this is one thing I really can't relate to. I don't have an older brother. I am the oldest brother. So I suppose my younger siblings would know better than I about feelings like this. When I moved out and got my own job. This is a sequence I really like, personally. I've never seen anything like it in any other anime. And I just think it's... Interesting. Because they're emulating the style of manga, but it's still... You know, semi-animated. You know, it's... I, I don't know. I, I think it's utterly unique. I've never seen anything else like it, and I think it's absolutely interesting, if only for a small sequence. Here we learn another little bit about the plot. Because Tis brother's gone, the, uh... The other girl just hangs out with Naoto, almost as if he's the, uh, the last resort. That's a crappy feeling, to be a last resort for someone else, or a second choice. You know, I don't know how they could have possibly animated the sequence any other way. It's so... The contrast between the high energy of the scene and the static images of the manga... I think it provides a nice contrast. here's Haruko seemingly talking to herself. You know, it's easy to write off as her just being eccentric along with everything else at this point. No can do. Can't sleep on the top bunk. That's his brother's. can really feel the the anger and the jealousy in that line. There's something very human about these interactions. I think that's part of what gets me every time. It's like real people talking. Dad's a pretty interesting character from what I recall about Fooly Cooly. He seemed kind of like a mainly comic relief, but there's an undercurrent of something else going on. Never knows best. I have no idea what that means. I can't interpret that. I don't know. Like, a lot of things about Coolie, I am simply stumped. But this interaction always struck me as interesting. Because he basically told her, you know, go hang out with your friends. She doesn't have any friends. She's poor, so she has to get second-hand, not second-hand, day-old bread, but she hasn't heard from her boyfriend, Naoto's older brother. He's about to drop a real big bombshell on her. I like the, uh, the cut-in between these two scenes. Naoto dropping the bombshell and Haruko snooping around. Uh, that line about overflowing, that, uh, you know, I get the sentiment behind that, but I feel like... Those aren't the words I would use, and it's significant for some reason. But, you know, all this is going on. His head starts splitting open. Medical Mechanica starts doing its thing, whatever, at this time of night. You know, it's all connected in some way, but it's all highly metaphorical. Yeah, and just like that, two robots pop out of his forehead. You know, ho hum, nothing strange ever happens here. Everything's ordinary. I really like the animation in this scene, it's, it's nice and fluid, it feels weighty, it's, it's got that nice traditional cell animation look that I like, but it's just some good stuff. She clunks the robot on the head, and he turns from red to green. She looked like my brother. Eh. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on under the surface in Foolie Cooly. And then Naoto goes in a monologue about how only the ordinary happens. Even after all the weird stuff... happened. Life is strange. This scene sort of, uh, repeats what happened earlier on. Tellingly, now to drinks instead of, uh, throwing it away. Perhaps that's growing up? Uh, here we have the, uh, the end credits where they play right on Shooting Star by the Pillows. I really dig this song, you know, it I think it's got a nice rhythm to it, it's a song that makes me feel nostalgic even though I only heard it for the first time a couple of years ago And I, I like this bit they do in the Uncredit sequence where they take stop-motion photos of a real Vespa driving through a town. You know, it, it's interesting. You know, I I think ultimately one of the reasons why FLCL is so good and so well regarded is because it strikes me as a labor of love. Not... You know, obviously it's work, but the people doing it wanted to do it. And I I think, especially in art, that's something that makes a big difference. Wanting to do something is... It's just different from being obligated to do something. I mean, ideally, both of them line up, but... I don't know. When they both line up, that's when the real magic happens. You have to do something anyways, but you also want to do it. There are precious few things in life that are like that. So now we have Haruko talking about some kind of nonsense, but she's telling us the next episode is Firestarter, so, well, that's the end of this episode. If you listened this far, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Next time, I'll be commenting over episode two of Hooli Kooli. See you, space cowboy.